0: Get ready to break molds and blaze trips. Welcome to the Chelsea Home Podcast, your shortcuts to wellness, yeah. business, and growth. With a twist, let's flip the script and unlock your full potential to together. I'm ready to go. Don't stop the move. Welcome to today's episode of the True Wellness Podcast. I'm Chelsea, your host. And last week we talked about meal planning and prep and how putting those Systems into place can really reduce the amount of stress in our lives and help us to eat better consistently over time in a way that works with our life. Um, too often, just like I said last week, we try to go all in and do these massive overhauls and follow these meal plans made by somebody else, which can be helpful, but if it doesn't take into account our time, our resources, our preferences, all of those things, It's just not going to work with us and be sustainable over the long run, and that's how we get results. So today, we are continuing off of that and focusing on habits and consistency because that is what produces results in our life. One thing I want to start off with saying is just like we had to take into account our resources, energy, preferences, all of those things with meal planning and prepping, we need to do that. When it comes to any habit that we're creating in our life, Um, because if we don't take into account our current season, which this changes, right? We have seasons um, just throughout the year, right? We have four seasons, um, and the different seasons usher in different time commitments, different uh, levels of energy, um, you know it's it's a natural cycle and just the same we also have seasons in our life we have seasons when we have little kids we have seasons when you know our kids are all in school and we're running around to different events and sporting things and you know different church youth group all kinds of things right um and then we have seasons where our kids are older and much more self sufficient and you know moving into adulthood Um, and then eventually empty nesting. And the priorities in our life, while the main priorities might not change, the underlying priorities that that take our time or direct our time from day to day, those do change as we go through these different seasons. So the number one thing we need to take into account is the season that we're in and to be realistic about it. Um, I just shared in my stories on Instagram recently and on Facebook that You know, of course, is it better to grow all your own food and raise all of your own um, livestock and produce? Sure. Is it better to make everything from scratch? Yes, that's going to reduce toxins um, in your food. And it's also going to increase the nutrient density of your food. However, is that an option in your life? For most, it's not. And that's okay. We don't have to put the pressure on ourselves to show up a certain way if that's not the season that we're in or even an option for us. And we don't have to feel bad or shame that we are buying prepackaged options or, you know, we're, we're getting fast food here and there because, you know, that works with our life better because just like with babies, we, we fed is best, right? Yes. Is breast milk better? Of course it is. It's always going to be better than something man-made. But at the end of the day, as long as our babies are fed, that's what matters the most, right? And so just the same, we have to take that into account when it comes to the habits in our life, the seasons that we're in. We also need to take into account the resources that we have. How much energy and time do we have to commit to whatever habit it is that we're trying to create? Um... Maybe we're low on energy. And so the habits that we're trying to create need to be extremely simple and need to reduce stress in our lives so that we can have more energy. You know that I talk about nutrient replenishment all the time because it's so important. And it's such a simple thing that we can do that doesn't require extra energy, doesn't require extra time for a must. It can be very convenient and very simple, and it can help us to feel our best overall. So then we do have more energy. To show up and create and focus on other habits in our life, right? Um, how much money are we willing to invest? I think the biggest piece of true wellness and everything that we're talking about is taking this personal responsibility for our own health and taking ownership of what are the results that we want in our lives and what are we willing to do Um to spend, to invest in order to get those results. And it needs to be realistic, but it also needs to push us outside of our comfort zone to um, you know, make some changes. Sometimes they're radical changes. It doesn't mean they have to be huge, massive changes, but sometimes it does take some extra effort on our part. But if we want a habit that we're creating to be sustainable, because sustainability is what brings results over time, We need to take this into account. Um, You know, we can get really excited as people, right? Like this was me back in the day of, you know, starting a new diet plan or starting a new workout routine. I would fill these journals with all of my big grand plans, but I wouldn't take into account the fact that I didn't have the time to go to the gym for an hour and a half to two hours a day. Um, that wasn't sustainable. So what would happen is I would hit it for a week or two weeks maybe, and then I would eventually burn out. And this happens so often. So when we're talking about habits and consistency, what we're doing is we are avoiding the burnout by making things simple and focusing on those small steps. So those three areas, uh, I guess I didn't talk about goals yet, but Seasons and resources, very, very important when we're talking about habits and being able to do the, do them consistency. The last one there is our goal. What is it that we really want? Um, you know, if we, going back to the, you know, homesteading, homesteading sounds fantastic. It is amazing. It's just not gonna work for me right now in the season that we're in, <laughs> right? And it probably doesn't work for you either. And if it does, awesome. I would love to learn more about it. I love following people who are homesteading. I think it's amazing Um, someday I'd like to do more of that. It's just not going to work out for me right now. But what I do want is I want more time with my family. I want more time to spend doing things. I love like podcasts of educating others on natural solutions that they can start to implement in their lives. I love having conversations with people. Um, that takes time, right? So when it comes to my habits, I need them to be simple. I need them to be effective, and I need them to be something that I can keep doing whether I feel like it or not, right? Um, And so when it comes to working out, 30 minutes or less for me is great. There are days where, yes, I do more, but there are days when I just need to do that 30 minutes because I know that it's going to make me feel better, and I know that it's something that I need to do consistently in order to work towards my goals, which is overall health, increasing strength, right, as I age, especially as women. You've heard me say this, that every decade um, into our 30s and beyond, we start to lose 3 to 8% of our muscle mass per year. This impacts everything from metabolism to ability to burn fat to um, blood sugar levels, so many different things. Um, And so that's important for me to do that because that's my goal, right? Um, It's not an end goal. It's a lifestyle goal of focusing on the habits. Um, When it comes to food, I don't want to spend hours in the kitchen. I want things to be quick, efficient, tasty, and healthy. Like, those are things. Like, everyone needs to like it more or less. (laughs) Um, Even just last night, I made enchiladas. Um, And of course, you know, we have have seven people. So odds are someone's always going to not like something we're eating. And that's okay because we take the stance in our family that, I'm sorry, I'm not making multiple meals for people. You will eat it. And you'll survive. You know, it's food and be thankful. Sorry. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm I'm not one of those moms that will make different meals for my kids. You will eat what we're eating or you won't eat. And honestly, nothing I make is ever terrible. There have been some meals over the years as I've learned and, and grown in my cooking skills. And every now and then I will have a toil flop recipe. <laughs> but because I put systems in place of using recipes and staying within my wheelhouse of things that I know we like and things that are good for us and things that are quick and simple and easy, I don't have as many flakes and flukes. <laughs> but There definitely are some when I try new recipes. There are definitely times when it doesn't go well. (laughs) Flavors don't go the way that I thought they would. Things are not done. Um, Actually, just uh, last weekend or the end of last week, Zach's parents were here and I decided to make um, chicken thighs. And these were bone-in chicken thighs, um, which actually, if you're looking for a cost-effective way um, to increase your protein... Chicken thighs are amazing. They're super inexpensive, um, and they're even, they're tastier than chicken breasts. Like, yeah, chicken breasts have lower fat, but honestly, chicken thighs are just tastier. Anyways, these were bone-in. I usually buy boneless, but bone-in are even cheaper than boneless, and there was a special deal, and so I had bought several packages of them, and I'll tell you, chicken and I, we have a tense relationship when it works out with cooking chicken, it's fantastic and I love it. But a lot of times, cooking times vary so much based on the temperature of the chicken going in. Was it cold? Was it still not defrosted on the inside? Who knows? It drives me batty because I can cook chicken one time and it's perfect and I cook chicken the next time exactly the same and it's not, the, it's not perfect and it's still raw. And oh, it drives me crazy because nobody wants to eat raw chicken, right? <laughs> so, Um, anyway, so I made this chicken. It was a new recipe. I tried a new spice combination. It turned out delicious, but the frustration of having to cook it much longer than I thought was just irritating to me. Um, so anyway, all that to say you can try new recipes, but really it comes down to what do you do consistently? Um, it's just like with eating, right? It's what we do consistently. It's the patterns that produce the results in our lives. It's not the outliers of, You know, we went out to dinner and got Mexican and stuffed our face with tortilla chips and queso one time or two times in a month. That is not what produces results in our life. It's the patterns that we're doing the rest of the like 28 days of the month, right? Um, So I I wanted to hit on a couple of things. So, seasons, resources, and goals, those are really important to take into account when you're looking at habits and creating them and doing them consistently. Um, But three things I wanted to point out here too are, when you're looking to create habits, they need to reduce stress. Too often people are doing things that aren't their own and they're trying to implement something that's just not, it doesn't come naturally. Not that habits need to come naturally because discipline and habits do not come naturally. Our default is to be lazy and make poor choices. <laughs> that's just how our default is as humans. Um but it needs to reduce stress in your life. So whether, you know, sometimes um, just a couple of weeks ago, I decided to reduce stress in my life by paying extra to have groceries delivered to our house instead of going and picking them out myself or even just ordering them and picking them up myself. And that, to me, was a good investment of financial resources to save me stress uh, for the rest of my day so that I could focus on other things that day. Um, so it needs to reduce stress. Now, that might actually stress somebody else out because they don't have the financial resources in order to make um, that kind of decision. So for them, it actually reduces stress to be able to go to save money and to do those things themselves. So you need to look at yourself and, and understand what is going to help me reduce stress. Is it is it spending more energy? Is it spending more time? Is it spending more money? What does that look like for me? Because that's going to be different for every single person. The second one is doing things that make you feel your best, you know? So again, it's taking into account those, those different resources that we have. Um, You know, if we're using all of our energy to cook up elaborate, crazy, healthy meal plans in the kitchen or doing elaborate meal preps multiple times a week, that's draining energy. And if energy is our most valuable resource, then That's something we need to take a shift on. And, you know, but if we're if we're saying, you know what, I'm just going to eat fast food all the time because that's fast, that's easy, whatever. Well, then we're draining our financial resources and we're also not going to be feeling our best, even though that is saving us time resources. Um, So it really is about your goals. Is it about saving time? Is it about maximizing energy? Is it about um, reducing money? Spending, or is it about being able to leverage that time, right? Or that that money? Um, And then the third one is sustainability. Always sustainability. Is this something that you can do consistently, day after day after day, um, reducing your amount of decision making in it because you've simplified it so much that you can do it over the long run? That it's a lifestyle. It's not a short term diet. It's not a short term plan. It's something that you can consistently keep doing, because the patterns create the results. The things that we're doing consistently are the results that we're seeing in our life today. You're seeing results in your life today based on patterns that you've been doing for years and years and years, right? So if we want to change the results in our life, we have to change the patterns. We have to start addressing those through the small things that we're doing every single day, usually unconsciously, and we have to shift them. A great book on habits is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Fantastic resource. I will link it in the show notes. It is super, super helpful. Um, Talking about triggers, how to just establish a new habit, how to piggyback it off of an existing habit. That is my favorite uh, technique for creating a new habit that I want to implement is, you know, um, so like at night, like if I wanted to work out, I would brush my teeth before bed, so I would use that indicator of brushing my teeth to set out my workout clothes or to put them on and sleep in them for Pete's sakes. You can totally do that. <laughs> so then you're really ready to go in the morning. You don't even have to get out of bed and put them on. You still have to get out of bed, but you don't have to put them on. Um, or like we would make coffee each morning, so I would go to the coffee pot, which I don't drink coffee first thing in the morning. I wait until after I've had my breakfast that's protein-packed and fiber-rich because I don't want to keep my cortisol levels elevated in the morning as a woman. But I would go to the coffee pot first thing in the morning and make coffee. I still do that. And I would put like an affirmation or a truth that I wanted to focus on and really just wrap my thoughts around during that day. Um, And so that I would already, I would see it first thing in the morning and I would already be thinking about it and just really rooting my thoughts for the day. So piggybacking, great technique when it comes to new habit creation. Um, okay. So if you can't do it consistently without adding more stress to your life, it's not going to work for you. And I just want to reiterate that to you, that we're looking for ways that reduce stress in our life, that make us feel our best, that help us to maximize our resources that are most important to us, that fall in line with our top priorities. You know, if spending more time with your family is one of your non-negotiable top priorities, then... Setting up a workout plan that's spending an hour and a half to two hours at the gym every single night of the week would, during your prime time of spending with your family, you can see how that's a conflict of interest, and that's not going to work for you in the long run. Also, is it going to work for your health? Um, desired results if you're only working out one day a week for five hours on Saturday? Probably not. That's that's not sustainable. That's not that's not going to produce results in your life. Now. How about 30 minutes a day of exercise that you're doing in the morning before your family wakes up or during your lunch break at work or right after work, maybe before you come home? Um, It's only 30 minutes. Maybe that's something you're doing. Or maybe it's I don't recommend working out at night before you go to bed because it's going to energize you and it's going to negatively impact your sleep if you're struggling to fall asleep. So um, I would recommend more stress-reducing, relaxing, centering type exercise at night, like stretching, yoga, foam rolling, those kinds of things before bed. Um, But you have to make it work into your day. So having an accurate and clear picture of just where you are, what you want, where you're going, and what resources you have and how you want to allocate those in your life are really going to help you to create these habits that you can do consistently over time that are going to produce the results in your life because you're establishing patterns. It's like if a truck were to drive through mud, right? The first time it drives through, it might not put any lasting rut marks in the mud, right? But if 20 trucks a day are driving on that same muddy area, you're going to have some serious ruts in that and probably not going to be able to keep driving your trucks through that. (laughs) But That is beyond the point. The point is, we do what is easiest for us. We also are faced with decision fatigue every day, especially towards the end of the night. So, having habits and systems in place that reduce the decision making that we have to do and also allow us to fall back into a pattern, right? A rut that we've already established well, because our brain and every decision that we make, the more that we make a decision, The stronger that neural connection gets in our brain, the longer we do that, the more that that moves into subconscious territory where we don't even have to think about anymore. We just do it. And that's where we want to get in our habits that are promoting and building the results that we want as a lifestyle and not just as something that we do. It's who we're becoming. And the key to all of this is owning it. You are in charge for your health. You are in charge of how your time is allocated and spent every single day. We all have 24 hours. How we use it is where it's different from person to person, right? As it should be. We're all different. We all have different priorities, um, and that's okay. But if you're listening to this podcast, health is one of your top priorities. I'm sure that, you know, for me, it's it's God, husband, family, um, and health actually usually comes before my spouse and my kids in the sense of small things that I'm doing that make a big difference. So for me, this is taking my supplements every day. This is prioritizing protein in my life. That doesn't take any time or energy away from them because I have simplified it and I don't have to think about it anymore. So then it does help increase my energy and my efficiency and the way that I'm feeling overall because I'm giving myself the best. So then I can turn around and give the best to my top priorities. Maybe your priorities don't look the same, but you need to get clear on where you are today and own it and own the fact that your health is your responsibility and your responsibility alone. If you don't like the results that you have in your health right now, you have full freedom and power to change them. And you don't need to overhaul your life, you need to start small, Work on doing that consistently and then add more once that pattern has become a rut in your life that we don't have to even think about, okay? So next week, we're gonna be talking about removing toxins because this is still March. This is still all about physical wellness and toxins can really weigh heavily in our lives. And a lot of times we don't even know what it is that is a negative toxin in our life. Um, You know, if you look at the back of a product, it has a lot of ingredients, but we don't necessarily know um, what is safe. You know, if you have been in the world of natural solutions for um, longer, you're probably more familiar with these. Um, But we're going to dive into them, different areas like personal care, um, drinking water, um, skincare, makeup, cleaners, all of these. And we're going to, I'm going to offer you some simple solutions Uh, that really can make a difference and that you can start implementing now and are going to reduce the toxic burden of things that we don't want that negatively impact our health. So until then, my friends. Thanks for joining the Chelsea Home podcast journey. If you've enjoyed challenging the norm and embracing growth with a twist, share the love. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, keep defying expectations and keep leaning into who God made you to be.